Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Girly Homesteader Podcast. Today is the first episode of 2024 and I am so, so excited for all that this year has in store. Um, today I'm going to be doing my regular schedule, uh, like my regular episode for the beginning of the month. So I'm going to be doing my goals for the month of January and just some updates around here. Um, and I do want to give you a heads up about what is coming to you this month of January. So I'm thinking next week, I'm going to do a recap of the 2023 garden. And the reason that I want to do this before I get into 2024 goals is because it will help me and also you kind of plan for this current season's garden just because if you think about the past and you look through all of your notes and everything you will be more prepared to plan so if i go through my notes and discuss that with you hopefully it'll trigger things for you to think about for your 2024 garden so that's going to be next week then the week after I'm going to do my 2024 goals for the year, and then after that, it'll be January favorites, and then at the very, very end of the month, we'll get into February goals. Um, hopefully, there will be some seed starting included in that month. So that is a rundown of what's coming at you in January, um, but yeah, let's get started with my January goals. Hello and welcome to season three of the Girly Homesteader podcast, the show that's definitely not your typical homesteading podcast. I'm your host, Laura, a girly homesteader living in Xenia, Ohio with my husband, chickens, bees, and garden. On this weekly show, we'll cover the typical stuff like gardening and chicken lady life, but we also go beyond the farm and talk about things like goal setting, makeup, planners, skincare, and staying in tune with nature's seasons. I've considered myself a homesteader for the past three years now, and in 2024, I'm hoping to hone the skills I've learned and continue to share those experiences with you. So welcome to this girlier side of homesteading where we can grow and flourish together. Right. So first of all, let it, let's get into some updates around the homestead here. Um, it is January. It is cold. It is dark. Um, we have gotten past the winter solstice. And I don't know if it's just me being a little bit crazy, but I feel like the birds around here already know that the days are getting longer. I, I don't know. I mean, it's probably by like literally a couple minutes, but in my head, I don't know, maybe it's not in my head. Maybe it is real, but <laughs> I keep hearing like spring birds or at least just more birds. And honestly, it hasn't been that sunny here. So I don't really know what's going on. Anyways, it seems like the days are actually getting longer. I guess that's all I'm trying to say here. Um, I did walk around in my garden yesterday and I did a little bit of prep work, kind of. I'll get to that later. Um, but it's been a very, very mild December here. And when I'm recording this episode, it is technically not January yet, but we're near the end of December. So we have had a super, super mild December. We've gotten like no snow and um, it's just been kind of odd. It's also been very wet. But the last week or so of December around Christmas time, it was pretty darn mild. Like it felt like it was like March temperatures. 
And so I'm actually shocked to say that in the raised beds of my garden where I have greens, my arugula and mustards, they perked back up. And actually even some baby greens that I didn't think would do much at all, like they're harvestable. So I know last week on Instagram, I was talking about how, or maybe the week before, I was saying how I harvested for the last time from my outdoor garden, but apparently that's not the case yet. Um, so I'm thinking maybe today or tomorrow, I'm going to go out there and harvest again. I don't know. I'm going to get to that more in my goals for the month of January. Um, but out in the garden, things are very slow, obviously, but surprisingly, not everything is dead, but that's because we've just had such a mild December. Um, according to the Farmer's Almanac, we're going to get some snow and it will get cold here, but we will see. Um, in terms of my chickens, I have only two that are laying eggs currently. Uh, those same two that built that nest out in the chicken yard. <laughs> um, so we are getting, you know, slow amounts of eggs. Um, I am probably going to have to dip into my frozen eggs here if I ever want to make a frittata or something like that or bake. But um, on the chicken front, things are fine. They're definitely grumpy. I can tell just because it has been so rainy and gray. But um, other than that, things are just kind of going fine. Um, oh, an update that is not homestead related. Um, I told you guys last week about the tree of light and sending off those lanterns into the sky on Christmas Eve. And it did end up being beautiful. I think everybody that was here had lots of fun. But I will say, though, if you are going to do this, specifically those lanterns, you want to do some practice runs. <laughs> because um, in our one acre front yard, we started out way too close to the trees near our house and some of the lanterns got stuck in the trees. <laughs> so definitely do some test runs without everybody's um, achievements from the year taped on there or glued on there because, yeah, some people's achievements might end up in a tree. So do, do some trial runs. But I do think that all in all, it was a beautiful event and a beautiful tradition and I do think that next year people will be more prepped for it and um, it should go a little bit better. But yeah, everybody was on board and um, it, it made me happy and I think it made them happy too. So that's really all with updates around here. Um, well, I guess I can talk about indoor gardening. Um, I did try some microgreens in soil. I tried specifically dill, baby greens, and cilantro, and I have to say, I don't know what is up with my taste buds, but for some reason, dill and cilantro do not taste like what they're supposed to taste like to me. I'm really hoping that my tastes aren't changing so much so that cilantro tastes like soap to me. I don't know. Um, I'm just really hoping that it's based off of soil and water and... I don't know what, I'm really not sure, but um, they didn't taste right to me. So yeah, I'm not sure how that'll go. But anyways, um, in terms of arrow garden, indoor gardening, I do have some arugula and some lettuces planted and those are sustaining us really. I mean, we're probably not having salads as often as we used to, like during, you know, the main growing seasons. Um, but I still haven't had to buy lettuce from the store and I want to try and keep it that way for as long as I can. Um, 
Unfortunately, though, all of my arrow gardens had to move to the basement because, you know, when we had everybody over, I wanted to clear things out. And so I do need to get down there and check on things. Um, so I guess with indoor gardening, if you have a nice enough setup that you can keep it somewhere that is like always, you know, in front of you, that's probably better because it's easy to forget about if it's in your basement. So anyways, things are going fine, I guess, with the indoor gardening. Um, could we use some more greens? Sure. But um but that's okay. So anyways, after the break, I'm going to get into my goals for the month of January. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Girly Homestead Planner, the last garden planner and journal you'll ever need. I created this planner to be unlike any of the other homestead planners out there, because honestly, nothing else could do what I wanted it to do. And none of them were pretty. This one is organized in three different ways to help you get the most production out of your space. The first section is a yearly overview with space to plan out overarching homestead goals, specific monthly goals, a preservation tracker, and even a whole year bird's eye view of the garden. The planner is then divided and color coded into the four seasons with each season having a space to consolidate notes from last year, map the garden, plan your plantings and successions, track your seed starting, track soil health and amendments, write down seasonal meals, inventory your seeds, summarize the season, and more. Each season is then broken down into months with summary pages, day-by-day -day tracking, harvest tracking, and egg production pages. This planner is 152 beautiful full-color pages complete with tabs to keep you organized. Plus, you can choose your binding method, either three-hole punched and ready for a binder, or disc-bound punched and ready for your own binding discs. This allows you full customization of organization, whether you want to see only one season at a time, all the seasons together, or even keep last year's notes right alongside so you can compare. This planner is $34, but as a listener of the podcast, you can get 15% off when you use the code podcast at checkout. Get yours now with the link in the show notes and be the most prepared you've ever been for next season. All right, so January goals. Oh, I am so excited. I am so excited for this month to plan the garden. But the first thing that I want to mention on this list that is not garden related is I want to finally can jam. Um, back in, gosh, probably July or August, we had a huge bumper crop of wild black raspberries. And I have those in my freezer and I want to make jam. Um, I think I'm finally down to my last jar of jam from 2022. And so... Um, I want to get that canned up and get those berries out of my freezer. So that's really the only non-garden thing that I have on my list. Everything is all about preparation for January or for the, for the spring gardening season. So first of all there is planting the garden. Um, that's a very simple thing to say, but obviously there is a lot that goes into that. Um, again, that is why next week I want to do a recap of my 2023 garden. That way it can get me thinking 
and, you know, ready and primed for planning out the 2024 garden. Um, I will be using my garden slash homestead planner for all of this. Um, I will admit that even though that I created it, I didn't use it super hardcore um, in the fall and in winter because in the fall I had already had my plans created because I didn't produce and like start selling this planner until September. So at that point it was like already too late. And then as you know, here in Ohio in winter, there's really not a ton that we can do. And so I'm excited to like actually really, really use my planner for the first time this season. Um, so the first thing that I really need to do in terms of planning the garden is to go through my seed inventory. Um, <laughs> I, like you, I have a lot of seeds. <laughs> and um, I, I guess let me talk a little bit about the summary of 2023. My pH in my garden was terrible. And so things, as soon as I transplanted them, they started out great. But then they just really, really lagged in their growth. And I am attributing that to my very high pH in my soil. And so because of this, all of the seed varieties that I chose specifically for 2023 that didn't work, I'm really not blaming it on the seeds. I'm blaming it on my soil. And so all of the stuff that I have like, you know, piled up or like the, the, the stash of seeds that I have I want to give them another chance and not really blame it on the variety or the seed because I do know that my soil just was not conducive for growing very well. Um, so because of that, I don't think I'm going to have to buy many seeds and it makes me kind of sad because I finally got my copy of the Johnny's Seed Catalog and it is beautiful and I love looking through it. But honestly, the only things that really stick out to me of things that I want to try new um, are onions and a different variety of Roma tomato. Um, I also want to get more into growing flowers this year. And then I also want to try maybe a few squash plants, maybe a delicata, maybe one zucchini plant. I don't know. We're not big into squash. So I'm not sure if it'll be worth it for me to buy one seed packet for it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but because of that, what I'm saying is that I don't think I have to buy many seeds. So I really need to do my seed inventory first. Um, that way I can figure out what I already have and figure out where that will go in the garden. Um, my spring planning, I also, I already started that like way back in 2023. Um, kind of what I've gotten in the habit of doing is in the planter app, which I mentioned a couple episodes ago, I will make a copy of that current garden and copy it into the new garden or like the next year. That way I can be present and really remember all that's going on um, and I can make the edits that I need. So I'm not totally done with that with my layouts for the spring garden, but that is something I will work on here in January. Um, the other thing that goes specifically into my planning, which will be something that I talk about in my summary next week, but the way that the sun hits our garden, it is very, very, <laughs> it's like super, super specific, um, where basically the west side of my garden barely gets any sun. And I really need to use that to an advantage this year rather than a disadvantage. And so that is going to be very important for me in planning the garden. Um, so really planning the garden 
doing my seed inventory and then ordering the seeds that I do need. That is kind of all lumped in together. And then I also need to amend my soil. So this goes back to that pH issue. Um, I did do a soil test in December, as was my goal. And my results came back and um, my pH in my raised beds did not change at all. And then my pH in my in-ground beds changed a tiny bit. It changed by 0.2. So in my raised beds, I currently have a pH of 7.5. That is a whole point higher than what you want to, your soil to be. And that's probably like at the upper limit of where you want it to be. Um, I would love my soil to be around like 6.2, but it is at, at 7.5. That is very, very high. And then my in-ground beds, those are at a 7. And again, I would like those to be around a 6.2. Um, so I will admit that I did kind of start on this yesterday already, but I bought some elemental sulfur to amend my soil. And... Um, I'm a little bit irritated. I'll probably go into this next week instead of this week, but the products that I used to amend my soil during the summertime of 2023, it wasn't as strong as I thought it was. And so that is why my soil pH really didn't change very much. So I'm a little bit irritated about the recommendation that I was given. So I have a new product that I am using. I will talk about that next week. But anyways, in January, I need to amend the pH of my soil. Um, I tried yesterday when I was working on this to till up my soil. I got myself a new tiller. And the soil here is way too wet, so it just gummed up and became a mess. So I did sprinkle this pH amendment, the sulfur, onto my in-ground beds. But my raised beds, because there's still stuff in there, um, I need to take all of that out still, and I just don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> now, the good thing about the type of sulfur that I bought is that it is supposed to be a quick dissolving sulfur, and that if I just sprinkle it over the soil, as long as it makes contact with the soil and not leaves or anything, it should dissolve and get in there as the winter progresses. So I'm hopeful that without tilling, it'll be okay in my in-ground beds and then um, my raised beds. Yeah, I really, I have to just do a final like harvest of everything. And I really, I'm kind of bummed because I really was hoping to have greens growing all throughout winter or at least kind of overwinter them so that I could get an extra early harvest in February or March. But I don't know if that's going to happen Um I, I need to think these next few days about how I would prefer to go into the spring if I'd like to go in with a totally clean slate or if I want to work around what I have going right now. Because as I said, um, the last week of December has been pretty mild and so my greens seem to perk back up. I have arugula that looks really nice. I have some baby greens that look really nice. So I'm not sure. Uh, I'll have to do some soul searching, I guess, and figure out how I want to enter the spring season. Um, my gut feeling is that I want a clean slate just because, again, my pH in my raised beds specifically is the worst. So I really think that I'm just going to have to clear it all out and start fresh. So if that is the case, January will be the month that I will do that. I'll clear out those final greens and amend the soil. And at least for right now, I will just sprinkle the sulfur on top and let it work in throughout the winter. Um, I have two more goals on my list here, and that has to do with a new garden bed that I am creating. So 
I mentioned this in past episodes throughout the summer. Um, we have a side of our house that faces west, which I know would typically not be the place that you would want to plant things. But this side of our house, we have some space that is right up against the house. And our house is a dark color. It's a dark blue. And this side of the house, in the afternoon, it really catches a lot of heat. And even during the spring, it does this. And so we want to experiment here and we want to plant some tomatoes there. I'm hoping that it will work out. Um, again, they get lots of sun during the afternoon, during the, you know, late spring, early summer, you know, main part of summer. But of course, once fall comes, it doesn't really get much sun in the afternoon, but we still want to try growing tomatoes here. So I ordered back in November um, on Black Friday, I ordered myself a beautiful birdies raised garden bed. It arrived. I have not put it together. I honestly haven't even opened the box. Um, but that is something that I want to do in January. If I ever get a warm-ish day, I want to open it up, set it up, and I need to source the soil and, you know, put whatever I need to in there. Um as of right now, I have been taking my chicken poop from the coop and I've been putting it right onto my um, onto my in-ground beds in my garden. But I do think that I want to add some of that to this new garden bed at the bottom. So that is something that I will want to do throughout the month of January too when I'm cleaning the coop. My plan for this bed, because it's not on soil, it is on a paved area. Um, I'm thinking that I will put landscape fabric inside of it to prevent, you know, uh, soil from falling out. So I'll have to do all of that. And then of course, the sooner that I get it set up, the better. And I mean, I'm not gonna be using this bed until May, but I just wanna make sure that I have enough soil in there that as it settles, I'm not left with a bed that's like only half full. You know what I mean? So like the sooner I get it filled, and also amended, you know, a chicken poop, whatever, that'll be better for it. Um, but actually it just popped in my head too that um, in terms of the chicken poop, you want it to rest for at least like three months or so because before you get plants in there. And so because of that, I should probably start putting chicken poop into my raised beds before, like my main raised beds, before I put it into um this new bed because in theory I won't be using this bed until May or so. Um, so really I should get some chicken poop on my on my current race beds. So I guess that is proof right there that has made the decision for me that I do need to clear out all of the stuff from my raised beds, all of those greens. Well, okay, just worked that out. <laughs> Um, so yeah, those are my goals for the month of January. It doesn't sound like a lot, but the process, as you know, of planting the garden, there's a lot that goes into that. So I'll just do a quick rundown here. Um, the first thing I want to do is can up jam. I'll probably do that on the coldest day in January. Um, I want to plan the spring garden, and this will also start into planning the summer garden too. Um, that includes ordering seeds and doing my seed inventory and mapping everything out with the planter app and then also planning my dates with my homestead planner that I created and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And then I also want to amend my soil, continue that process with both my um, my sulfur that I purchased and then also chicken poop from the coop. 
And then with that new raised bed that I made, I need to assemble it. I need to get the landscape fabric in there and then figure out where I'm going to buy soil for it. So that's what's in store for January. I know that this episode is probably a little short and sweet, um, but yeah, we're getting off of the holidays. I'm recording this in that week, which is just weird because it's that week between Christmas and New Year's. You don't know what day it is. And I honestly, I kind of don't like this this week. Um, I know a lot of people do because it's just super chill. And yes, it is, but I thrive on routine. If you couldn't tell <laughs> the fact that I love planners and all of that stuff, I thrive on routine. So this week is kind of annoying to me in a way, but um, anyways, that's why I haven't done much planning because my husband is home from work and with him home, it just throws things off and I just, I need peace and quiet to do this. And so... Anyways, I'm really looking for true January when this episode releases to have that time. So that is it for today. Next week will be that 2023 recap of the garden. And yeah, we can really start getting into planning our gardens for real. Thanks for listening to the Girly Homesteader podcast. If you liked this episode, please make sure to leave a rating and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. I'll talk to you next week, but until then, I hope you grow and flourish in all the ways that make you, you.